Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it to you. Welcome to episode 33. 33. Uh, we're in a, a post-E3 world now. We've uh, seen all the games. We've we've heard all the things developers had to say. And uh, we're we're gonna recap it for you this week. So, you know, before we get into that, let's let's di- let's get the housekeeping stuff out of the way. Let's dive into the the our our regular schedule programming here um talk about our favorite gaming moments of the week so we're gonna start that off with chris today what's going on chris what was your favorite gaming moment uh, all right so i'm not gonna hold y'all like my gaming has been super sporadic this week and i'll have y'all know i didn't really play no destiny Woo! <laughs> okay i didn't do that i'd stay away um I think in Destiny, I'm kind of just waiting for this next season to kind of hurry up and come because I think I've done most everything I can do, except for them expunge misses. But what I did do this week was uh, go back into some of them RPG games that I do need to finish and beat because I keep talking about role-playing for this stuff. And I've started to like kind of come up with little scripts and stuff that I want to use, but I still need to beat the games. So my moment was definitely in Fallout because this is the first time I've played in a long time where I didn't get so frustrated. Because, dog, like, I would die constantly. I had no resources. And the game is like, I don't know, man. They make it really hard for people before you hit, like, level 28, I would say. Around then, it changes up a little bit. You start getting better drops and shit. But boy, oh, boy, it is a grind before you can get up there. So now that I hit that threshold, I got one more level and I can wear some power armor, y'all. So which one? Seventy six or four? Seventy six. Four I beat on PlayStation uh like a couple years ago. Yeah. But yeah, seventy six. Cause it's like, dude, if I can beat the game and like create like a house and all that stuff, the roleplay scenarios in this game are like endless. You know, you mm-hmm. can do a lot of shit with it. So trying to get there, trying and starting to make progress. So that's my answer. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Manny, you're up, man. All right. Well, I kind of forgot about this one. Uh, I had a different answer, but um, so Friday I was playing Warzone with the boys, and you know the new season dropped, so we were just like, all right, let's play, you know, a game or two. And of course, the first game we caught a dub, but how it happened was crazy. So like, so I forgot what part of the map it is, but it's in the left side of the map, and there was like these two hills, and we're like in the middle, in the bottom, and like the left side of the hill, I sniped these two dudes, like, I down with somebody one shot and then hit somebody, knocked shields, and then sprayed them down and kill them. So, like, I went up that hill, pick up their loot, and what ended up happening was the dudes on the other hill were shooting at me, and it was, we're playing trios, mind you. Uh, so, like, I downed the first dude with uh what the head shot the second dude knocked me and killed me so the last dude was danny and our team to like carry uh clutch it out for the team so the dude and the other team advises boy and so it's like basically a 3v1 situation and danny you know kills the dude to the right in the bottom of the hill and then i was like all right there's two more there's two more he downs the other two and then like the match didn't end right away. So what ended up happening was danny was like yelling at me he's like you lied to me there's still one more person <laughs> And, like, bro, mind you, I was screaming the lungs out of my soul right now. I was like, Danny, he has so free <laughs> Yo. 
And why? Yeah, I wish I caught it or recording on it, but like, oh, yeah. so yeah, he was picking himself up, and Danny shot like it was. It was tough too because like there's three people you don't know who has self revive, and he got the lucky dude, and we, we ended up winning the match. And bro, let me tell you, I was like, my throat was hurting the rest of the day. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that was, that was like one of it, and then the second moment, it finally beat Mass Effect Two. I'm on the third one right now, so hey, excited. Hey, nice. Oh, God. Yeah, but part two was lit though. Part two was lit. I, I, the third was weird because like I, like it took a different turn, but it just feels different. Yeah, it's not as good as the first. It's two. not as no good as the second. I was like, I, I don't understand how they switch it up, but like. Well, it, but then again, that one's better than Andromeda. So that's different. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still in the middle of the third one. So like, I got eight hours on that. I think I had like a total of 45 hours before I beat two. But like, I was playing that game. I got one question to ask you though, Vanny. Part two, when you go inside that afterlife club, say word that club ain't lit and jumping. That beat, bro, I don't know what it is, bro. <laughs> Yo, fam. First time I heard it, I walked in there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the mission where you're in the VIP section and like your character dances and like my character was like, I'm gonna dance right next to you, but if you wanna act like we're dancing like you together you can. I was like, yo, why do like Captain Shepard show straight up? Like she don't wanna beat her. Mine's is a girl, obviously, because you know I picked a female character. Yeah, we already knew. We already knew. <laughs> Shocker, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, man. You, you'll definitely hear more from Mass Effect 3 when I beat it. All right, bet. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to your uh, your overall synopsis. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, for me, my favorite gaming moment of the week comes from Splitgate. I got a chance to finally download the demo because the demo came out for the little um, Summer Games Fest demo event for the week of E3. Oh my god, I I'm in love, I'm in love, guys. Mm-hmm. That game yeah. is a ton of fun. <clears throat> For those of you who don't know, Splitgate it's like an arena shooter that mixes elements of Portal with elements of Halo. Um, is that's like the the best way to really put it together. Uh, <clears throat> I I barely mastered the un, the the way to like navigate through the world with the portals yet. Like obviously, I you know I've used it a couple times, but. I feel like that game is set up in a similar way to Fortnite where man you you can attest to this when I think when we all first started playing Fortnite we really just focused on the gunplay stuff we didn't really mm-hmm. focus too much on the building and then as time went on we got better with the building <laughs> Manny you got way better than any you were more committed to anybody else to getting better with the building so that just kind of you took that on like you mastered that in a way yeah um I feel like the same situation is going to happen with Splitgate. Like people are only going to really wrap their heads around the, the gunplay side of things, which is fantastic, by the way. Like the gunplay, oh, I'm gonna put a clip up on here. But I was playing a match of Shoddy Sniper, and I just freaking spazzed out, bro. Like I got like mm-hmm. a quick ten kills, and when you get ten kills, like the announcer goes, um, "Collection agency." And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. But yeah, that oh man, Splitgate it's it's fire. Uh, unfortunately, as of right now, the demo got pulled out. But there is going to be an open beta July first, so we need to get in there. We need to get in there because that game is fucking fire. Anybody who's a Halo fan is going to immediately love that. And even if you're not a Halo fan, it's just fucking fun. It's great. Gunplay is great. Everything about it is great. 
So definitely check out Splitgate. Um, but yeah, that was, that's my moment of the week. Um, so, Chris, you're up, bro. Ooh. Well, I don't know what just happened, gentlemen. Did you guys feel that sudden shift in temperature? Did you? Oh, God. Trey? Oh, no. There's no Trey in here. Tripping. You got no time for the goddamn ice breaker. Hiya. God damn it. <laughs> and this week, icebreaker is, you know, we're doing a, like a big recap on E3. So the question would be, what next year do you guys want to see be different with E3, aside from hopefully us being able to like finally go in person and shit, you know, like mm-hmm. obviously we want to do that, but like that's an easy answer. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's down to, you know, how they present the games or, you know, maybe whatever you guys can come up with, but that that's what the icebreaker is this week. How can we come up with a way to somehow improve E3, even though it's pretty damn good but there's always room for improvement somewhere so mm-hmm. what do y'all think mm-hmm. all right um manny do you start the all right um <laughs> <laughs> one thing like i know like they're gonna say like e3 in person next year which is gonna be great of course but i kind of hope they have something for the people at home that you know, still can't really afford to go on a trip and everything like that. Like, maybe, like, I, I thought it was cool this year. Like, I know they did, like, the little exclusive thing where they got, like, the little mug if you watched it on the website and all that kind of stuff. But I wonder if, you know, if they do do on a person and, like, how they used to have, like, the little PlayStation, like, not the PlayStation, obviously, but, like, stations to play games that, um, where, you know, you're trying out the games that they showcase. I kind of hope that, you know, maybe you know like for the people that can't afford a trip to e3 like they'll have like these little stations or like online stations where these like you just download an app on your pc or you know if they somehow make way into like an xbox console whatever where you can try out these games early i feel like that would be pretty dope for the like you know like i said the people that can't afford it like yeah even if they have to pay like a little fee you know what i'm saying like for to make it kind of like fair for the people that pay the money to go to e3 do all that kind of stuff so you know i'll hope to see maybe next year we get something like that okay yeah okay. i like that idea um <clears throat> i guess i'll kind of take it a step further with what manny said too and I, I know i've said this on the podcast before but you know we're We've been talking a lot, or Microsoft in particular, and a couple of the companies have been talking a lot about cloud gaming. Like, this is the opportunity to really highlight cloud gaming and, and push it to the masses by having these demo events for consumers, right? <clears throat> for people who can't make it out to the show, who, you know, can't necessarily afford the, the, the flight out to LA and, you know, whatever it might cost to actually get a ticket to E3. You know, maybe you charge them, like Manny said. $50 for the weekend or something like that. And then they get, a, you know, they get their access to E3 and they get access to all these cloud-based demos, like all the same demos that you're going to have up on the show floor, maybe minus one or two, right? To, to really keep that exclusivity and that feel of being <clears> at the <throat> show. But, you know, th- throw on, let's say next year it comes around, right? And we're at the show, we get to play Starfield, right? Like put a cloud-based demo up on, uh, on you know, xCloud or something and, or even just partner with E3. Like I'm, I'm sure that Microsoft, Microsoft already has like a, a clearly a very tight relationship with the ESA right now because 
people have kind of been associating E3 these last couple of years with Microsoft, even though they're technically they technically haven't been on the show floor either. But you know, they're right next to the Microsoft Theater and so on and so forth. So and Sony hasn't been there in a while. So you know, M- Microsoft can use this as an opportunity to work with the ESA and say, hey, we will incorporate cloud gaming like into the E3 website so that people can just click a button and if they've gotten their controller up or whatever, or they create a hub on the Xbox or so on and so forth, and people can just stream whatever the big game is. Like, I feel like it's just a really good opportunity for Microsoft to kind of show off the technology that they have and, you know, garner even more goodwill from gamers, like giving us more opportunities to have games that we can play. Like the, you know, the demo events that they have are great and all, but they're relatively smaller titles. And I, I really enjoyed my time playing Splitgate. I enjoyed playing Tunic. Um, But you know, like I think giving indies their chance to shine is one thing, but actually having like streamable games that we can all play that are heavier hitters, you know, like I feel like that would be a really, really good idea. And I'm hoping that that's something that they might implement going forward. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I echo a lot of what you guys have already said. I kind of have two things I would love to see because with the demo thing, I kind of want to just piggyback. But I I would like it if the demos that they did offer via the cloud service was more like a, a temporary demo, almost like how you just described with the, the Splitgate thing. Because to me, that's kind of like hype hype. You you want to mm-hmm. play it at E3 and then after that, it's you don't, can't touch it no more until whenever mm-hmm. it releases or whatever. I think that's a cool way to go about it. But then another thing I would really, really like to see, and I think this would be huge for smaller gamers, what I've noticed, and this is not even just an E3 thing, this is a a hype tactic that a lot of games that are going to use before they drop their final product. A lot of times they'll send stuff out to big name, reputable streamers and say, Hey, you get exclusive access to this. Can you please do what you do? Get it out there. I would love for it to see them flip it a little bit and try to like do like a random raffle or something and get a lesser known person to do it. Mm. Like I get why they do it with the big name streamers because obviously they have the audience and the eyes are going to be there. Mm-hmm. But I always think about like if you gave that opportunity to like for example say one of us, dude, that is like a blessing damn near. And you telling me all these um newer or not so big streamers, all their names get put in some hat, and they're gonna pick out one random person and say, hey you, you get to play Battlefield Six, the streamer for two days, and nobody else can. Whoa, that shit is big as hell for so many smaller folks man i'm t- like a nick Merckx or whatever like that him getting that opportunity it don't really make or break him he's already set you know and for him it's more like he just has to keep upgrading his content and changing it a little bit so he stays fresh but they, other than that he's already good mm-hmm. but there's some little dudes out there and i think you know stuff like that would help people so much yeah so much man so 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 much i mean that's the kind of shit right there that will literally take somebody's smaller page and blow it up overnight mm-hmm. just because they had that kind of uh, access. And I'm not saying you do it for mad people. I literally just, I'm like, you'll do it for one person a year. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Make it that special. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That'd be really cool. Um, I would love that. I would really, 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 really love to see that, man. Because, man, imagine that, man. you telling me I can only see Battlefield 6 stuff from this one dude right now? This, 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 this Joe Schmo dude who just happens to have a Twitch <laughs> channel? All right, bet. I guess I got to go see what's good with Joe Schmo. And like, oh, man, that's going to help so much for some people, man. Yeah, definitely. I know it'll never happen, but that's what I would like. You know what, though? I do think that that could be a thing. I don't think it's – it may not happen in a high-profile way around E3 
in the way that you're talking about. But I could see mm-hmm. them, you know, I could see certain companies or studios like really trying to find a particular streamer that may not be as well known and, you know, like give them some exclusive access. And I, I can see that being a thing going forward, but yeah. maybe not around E3, which, you know, I think would be amazing because that's the most exposure anybody can get as far uh, as the gaming <laughs> world goes. But, um, but yeah, I can see them trying to do that in other ways. I think if they did that regardless, regardless of where it was, I think it'd be amazing. I think that that's something that yeah. would help a lot of people. I'm just tired of seeing Jack Frags and, and Nick and all these dudes just constantly get these opportunities and they don't need them anymore. You know, yeah. they, they, they're they good, bro. Yeah. So, but at the uh, same time, like you said, it is a marketing thing. Yeah, right? I know, I know. Yeah. They definitely have the audience, so yeah. I can't ever mm-hmm. argue with that. Because streamers, they've made, you know, games, right? Like, I... I think Phasmophobia is a great game. Fall Guys, those are good games. Mm-hmm. But, like, the community engagement around having streamers stream that stuff, that just sent it to another level. Like, Among Us, right? Like, I think yeah. Among Us is a fun exactly. game. Is it as good as everybody has made it out to be? Maybe not necessarily. But the community that formed around it, the fact that all these big names and big streamers and, you know, even real-life celebrities were playing that stuff, like, it's... Yeah, politicians. Politicians, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like that—that's what makes that game larger than life in a way, at least for the, that moment in time. So, I think that's definitely what studios are looking for. But, but yeah, I would yeah. love to see that, man. Yeah, I cannot wait for next year, man. E three, mm-hmm. we will. Uh, they let us in them doors. Be in there, yeah, baby. We're, we're Be in there, goddammit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the ESA already committed to to trying to you know make sure it's an in person event, especially with the way you know the 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 pandemic has been looking so far um if things keep going the way it's going uh we we're gonna be in la next year ladies and gentlemen (laughs) definitely (laughs) spot exclusive expat exclusive Mm -hmm. come catch us out late take pictures we're gonna be running around we're gonna end up out there but we're gonna end up with a way shittier like airbnb than we have guarantee it because the one we had was right across the street right across the street last I was still mad about that. We should have been out there, but you know, things happened. It's all right. She's gonna end up in East Bumpfuck and have to take two Ubers to get to the event, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Based on my experiences being out there before, yeah. I can guarantee you that's not gonna happen for me mm-hmm. because the first year we went out there, we were like in Korea. We we were like staying in Koreatown, and the distance between there and the convention center was just not great. We couldn't walk really anywhere. Mm-hmm. By the time we got home, we were just beat, like tired. I was like, "Yeah, I'm never doing that again." So like, the year after we went, like the next year, we were like a block or two away, and it was perfect, man. It was freaking mm-hmm. perfect. So we we are going to be near the convention center. If we're not going to be near the so. convention center, I'm renting a car. I'm not excited about driving in California, but it needs to happen because uh, yeah, I can't <laughs> have that first that experience we had the very first yeah. time. But um, but yeah, keep a lookout, guys. Next year we're gonna be there. That's that's a goal. That's definitely a big goal for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's dive into uh, our our E3 recap for now. <clears throat> and this actually kind of piggybacks off of uh, an icebreaker that Chris had before E3. Um, so we're just gonna get get it started here with our like roundtable discussion on this. So biggest loser of the show. Want to get you guys' opinion on this? I want to hear what you guys have to say. Manny, I'm gonna start off with you, man. Who was the biggest loser of the show? It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who was there, who wasn't there, whatever. Just the biggest loser in the industry. Go. 
Capcom disappointed me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the best thing you could have done. Yeah, they showed a couple of trailers for what the great Ace Attorney one and two. Freaking the new story trailer, great. But like they said, guess what, guys? We got Resident Evil Seven, not Seven Eight DLC. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no gameplay, no trailer, nothing. They're like, we it's it, we have it, it's coming. The That's least it. they could have done, bro, is like give us a taste, like a feel for what the DLC is going to be, like a screenshot, something. Nah, dude gets on stage. Hey, we are excited for the success <laughs> of Resident Evil Village, and just so you know, because of the success, we will have DLC. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. That that was a big disappointment for me because oh, I was gosh. just like, you you set this big show and this is like the best you have to offer. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, at this point, like Capcom's last couple, you know, special shows like the Resident Evil 25th anniversary and the one before that, it was just they weren't really great anyway. So like. I guess I shouldn't expect the best from them, even though it's like you would want the best. So that would, that would, I wish, I wish they could have at least show the gameplay trail, not gameplay, but like a trailer for it. Yeah. You know, I would have been fine. I would have been happy with that. But, but even the stuff that they did show it was like Ace Attorney and like Monster Hunter, more Monster Hunter like, stuff. Like there was yeah. nothing like new, like truly new. It was just like, what? What are you guys doing here? Like, yeah, yeah man. Like, this could have been an email. Damn. They, really though, <laughs> it's been an email. They need. I feel like Capcom just have so oh, much. They're, they're, just, they're just. They're just not using. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I just feel like Capcom has just been slacking recently. Yeah, I mean, it in. We, we, we appreciate we appreciate Village and all, but we want more. Yeah, <laughs> my next Marvel versus Capcom. Where the fuck is that shit, man? Yeah, the Resident so, Evil team yeah. is killing it though. They're they're definitely propping up the company. You know, Capcom does have things that they're doing. Like, obviously, people like Monster Hunter. People like all mm-hmm. the other things that they're doing. Just, I feel like from a presentation standpoint and what they have going on in the future, they just not really been hitting the mark. And uh, I want yeah, to see more. So many iconic characters to work yeah. with that they just like, like no sure. side, bro. Yeah, they so could have. They could have even showed more stuff off from the Netflix shows that they have mm-hmm. coming along. Like they they announced that the, the the I forgot his name already Lance Riddick is it the guy who's uh plays Zavala he's gonna be I'm Wesker like that's huge news you know you could have paired that with like a little teaser or something I know it's probably super early in development but you know there's there are certain things that even if you don't have the content you could package it together a certain way um, to make it more appealing and I I just feel like Capcom did not find the way to do that so yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel you on that they were definitely. They definitely missed the mark. Um, but yeah, Manny, I mean, what what were you looking for them to do? What do you think is like one of the biggest things they could have done to really change your mind about being the biggest loser? Well, not only show like a little trailer for that DLC that you're talking about, but like, you know, I feel like, and I know obviously there was nothing, no news leading toward this, but like, I know we talked about how the fighting scene hasn't really like changed. Like they could have brought another Street Fighter, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. been like, it's been a console generation since we've seen a Street Fighter. Like Street Fighter Five came out, I believe, like twenty what fifteen or so. Yeah. So like you know, like bring a new Street Fighter out. Like I'm sure the fighting community will love a game like that. 
Especially having like you know come out in time for what the next Evo is it Evo this fighting tournament I forgot what yep. it's called Evo yeah you're right but a, yeah a you know what I'm saying like yeah. I, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put their older stuff in Game Pass like all the older Street Fighters and stuff like you all should have been did that shit I don't understand that one all yeah. the older stuff should be somewhere for people to play still well based on what we saw with um their relationship with Sony I, that could have something to do with it with the way like. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil was yeah. it's possible. I don't know. I'm um, that's yeah, yeah, I mean, speculation. Even Street Fighter Five is like I think only on PlayStation. Only PlayStation so like yeah. I'm not. Oh, I, don't know I would I wouldn't okay. be surprised if it you know like even if it is a PlayStation exclusive like you know what I'm saying like something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something something new. But yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah, Capcom. I they did say they have a couple of the things going on over the course of the summer. So I mean, I guess we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled on it. But yeah, the presentation at E3 was definitely leaving a lot to be desired. Um, but yeah, Chris, what, what, who do you think is your biggest loser? Um, I got three answers. So in <laughs> terms of... <laughs> Just pick one. Just one? Shit. Your biggest loser. Um, it almost was Nintendo, but I probably will have to go with Square Enix. Because... It's funny, too, because I've been, like, kind of tooting their horn for the last, like, few episodes, at least. Oh, they're doing all this new stuff. Oh, they didn't want to get bought for a reason. And then, like, they come out, and their presentation is, like, just not... It ain't. It wasn't it to me. I didn't really see anything they did, to be honest with you, that kind of, like, made me feel hyped for anything. Mm. Uh, Besides some of the Returnal stuff or whatever that we already know is coming, but we already knew that. Like, I'm talking about a new presentation that they might have given us. I didn't. I didn't feel like they hit any marks for me. At least, um, but yeah, it was almost Nintendo. If Nintendo didn't have Breath of the Wild two to show or something like that. Whew, I would have gotten that ass today, boy. <laughs> right now, because oh boy, you weren't excited for Metroid. <laughs> mm. I'm not the biggest Metroid fan in the world. Like I know a lot of other people love it. It's mm. cool, but for me, it's more like uh, it doesn't really move the needle for me personally as much. Mm. Um, but Breath of the Wild two. I will say that that was a little bit of hype, even though it still kind of sucks that last year that the guy came out and said, we don't got it, we got this. This year, we get told, it ain't ready yet, but here. And I'm almost thinking that they're probably not going to release it until they release the new uh, Switch yep. or whatever the hell they're going to be doing. Or they'll release it alongside it, even though it's not a new system, technically. Um, Yeah, it almost was Nintendo, but I would have to give it to Square Enix. They, okay. didn't, they didn't really do shit to yeah. me. I was a little upset we didn't get no Prime 4 news, but I mean, you know... Well, we yeah, we Prime Four. They 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 announced the wrong Metroid game. Like I'm excited <laughs> for what they did announce, but yeah, they announced the wrong Metroid. Game. Yeah, but Dread, Dread looks, you know, it looks it good, straight. but like it it's probably gonna be like an overpriced. <laughs> you yeah. know, I say. But I feel like I feel. I'll just say this real quick. I feel like Nintendo, they tend to cater. They they I've accepted the fact that they cater to their audience, and that's like where they keep their focus. So like I. I feel like it's harder and harder for me to come down on Nintendo now because they're just doing the things that the people who like their core audience wants. And those people were super excited for that show. Like mm-hmm. those people put it in the same category as Microsoft's. And, you know, I, and I, I understand that like the Microsoft one is exactly what I was looking for. So I guess I can see where the perception of it comes through, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was I was watching a couple different um recaps where people put the Nintendo one and the Microsoft one at the top, like the creme de la creme, and I was like, I don't I don't see how those are in the same yeah, category, but 
you know, it just I it is what it is. Same order. Yeah, but but Square Enix though, you weren't excited about the Guardians game. You found no interest in that. Uh, even that, like, it was cool looking. Don't get me wrong. And I will I play it when it comes out. Sure, but for E three, like that still wasn't like I don't know. It looked cool, but it wasn't like what I expect. I, when I think of E three, I think people come in with their their guns blazing, mm. their big boy toys, and they're out here trying to make sure they leave an impression. And I think Guardians was cool and all, but like. If I had to pick what the best thing that they showed was, it would be Guardians. Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. I'll say it like that. Um, but I'm not like jumping out of my seat to spend God, what seventy bucks or whatever on that either. And I don't know. <laughs> no. I mean, even when you even when you put it into perspective, right? They spent twenty minutes on Guardians, and then after that, it was just a complete dumpster fire, right? Like they had that Platinum Games game that people were pissed off at because it didn't look good at all. Uh, the fucking Souls like Final Fantasy game that was looked terrible too is like i was super disappointed with that one because i was like oh bet another souls like i'm here for it like this might be the way to get me back into final fantasy no <laughs> it was terrible that one guy in the trailer like freaking brosif mcbro bro bro like he was like i just i want to destroy chaos chaos like chaos chaos like bro settle down like I gotta figure out a way to get Brosif McBroBro into our thumbnail some <laughs> this week because that is great. That is fucking great. Yeah. He just looked oh, like a stereotypical boy. bro. Like he just did not look like he fit in a Final Fantasy game. It was very weird. I, I agree. Yelling about chaos. So yeah, Square Enix is definitely chaos. Chaos. Like mm. it feels um, like that's like an ongoing thing in all their games to me too. Like their story writing sometimes is just oof. corny. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, yeah. yeah. But that was like that to me took the cake. I don't know, that was something else. But yeah, for my answer on the on the big loser, I think I'm gonna go a different direction with this one because it's not really somebody who was there, um, and I think that's what hurt them the most. And I'm gonna go with Sony. I feel like not being at the show at all really like when you look at everything that was happening, like it's just this massive showcase of gaming, right? People. Are super excited about everything that was shown. Nintendo fans absolutely loved everything that Nintendo showed. You know, me as a Microsoft fan, I absolutely loved everything that Microsoft had to show. You know, I, I even enjoyed like the smaller shows, like the PC gaming show, the future game show. Like I enjoyed those. They weren't amazing, but you know, I, I still enjoyed it. It was just such a great celebration of everything gaming. And to mm-hmm. not have Sony there, like it just I don't know. I feel like it was just a, a loss for them. Like yeah. They yeah. obviously did their state of play thing, but everything that happened at the show, in my opinion, kind of overshadowed that, right? And then they also released Ratchet and Clank right on that weekend. Again, everything that happened overshadowed that. It was like they the news blitz was so heavily Microsoft and Nintendo when you know when Nintendo did their thing on Tuesday, it just like washed away any hype or anything that Sony had going on. And I just I, don't know, I feel like it's definitely like hurting them in a way. Obviously, you know, like hurting them is a relative term. They're still number one. They're still market leader. Everybody, you know, knows PlayStation's brand, whatever, what have you. But when you compare it against what Microsoft showed off and all the different games and the fact that we're going to have like a AAA game in Game Pass every single month going forward, you know, like you see the Starfields, you see the Redfalls and so on and so forth, like you compare it to okay well what what have we seen from sony it's like okay we know horizon looked great but you know i i said it when we were reacting to it 
I was like, Horizon Zero Dawn is the best looking game, or sorry, Forbidden West was the best looking game I saw for now because I already mm-hmm. know that E3 is going to come around and change my mind about that. And sure enough, it did pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, I feel like Sony missed an opportunity <laughs> to be at the table really with everybody, you know, soaking in all that news and kind of, you know, they had an opportunity to overshadow Nintendo, overshadow Microsoft. Probably wouldn't necessarily overshadow Microsoft because I don't know if they have as much to show yet. They obviously have a lot cooking, but I don't know. Yeah, it was just an oppor- a, fi- a missed opportunity to me, in my opinion. Um, I hear that. 100%. Definitely hear that. Like, even if they had shifted the Horizon state of play to the middle of E3, maybe on that Thursday when the Summer Games Fest thing was happening, some, like just moved it closer to E3 to have mm-hmm. it aligned with that, I feel like it would have, you know, been a little bit better, right? Obviously, Jeff Keighley isn't really part of E3. He's part of the Summer Games Fest stuff, but he was overlapping a lot with E3 and Summer Game Fest content, so I feel like you could have slipped that in there for a Summer Games Fest thing. It's like, oh, stay to play Thursday before um, before the kickoff event or after the kickoff event or whatever, or done it on a Friday. Friday didn't really have much going on. I think the most we had on Friday was like a, a Netflix event and then the, the Koch Media, which was god-awful. Honestly, if, mm-hmm. if I wasn't picking Sony in this, I probably would have picked that Koch Media event. If you guys got, if you guys even had like five seconds to watch that, you would already know it was bad. It was very mm-hmm. bad. They had developers mm-hmm. talking about stuff for two hours with no gameplay. It was, um, it was a dumpster fire. So, either way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> big old gusting. it was, it was not good. Um, but yeah, Sony, uh, yeah, I think they, they missed out. They missed out for sure. Yeah, especially in comparison to just how much Microsoft showed, dude. Like, what was it, 30 titles in total or something yeah. like that? Thir- I th- That's 30 insane. something, and then 27 <laughs> of them are all in Game Pass. Like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just is in comparison. It just, yeah. Microsoft had yeah. so much to show that they even had a second, like, conference later, like the, yeah. their extended event. And the extended event was really more just do. This this is the one thing I will say. That this will lead into our next uh, topic, which is best presentation. Um, I guess I'll just start off because I I do think Microsoft had one of the best presentations in the show. Like they focused on just showing you game after game after game after game, and <clears throat> the games that were closer to launch, they showed you good gameplay on. The things that were further out, you got CG trailers on. I feel like it was like the perfect amount of cg trailer here an engine trailer there full Mm -hmm. gameplay trailer there i feel like the way it was presented was just perfect it was absolutely like the way i would want a major showcase to be and then they had the wherewithal to say okay well like you know if we want to have developers sitting here and talking let's do a separate event for that so you know they they brought in a a big community member paris lily he hosted the whole thing. He was out there interviewing developers. We got a little bit more information about the Halos of the world and the Forzas. And um, I almost said Ace Combat, but uh, Flight Simulator. <laughs> I was mixing up the Top Gun and, and the Flight Simulator stuff. But like we got, you know, we got a lot of information on those other things. And I feel like that was a really smart way to do it. Um, so, you know, overlapping into the next thing, I think Microsoft easily, in my opinion, had the best presentation of the show. Um, but... Moving around the table again, Manny, what did you think was the best presentation? You already know. Me, a new subscriber to Devolver Max Pass Plus. 
<laughs> Easily the best presentation. I love that presentation. Even though it was just like, you know, the little Max Pass Plus thing, it was just amazing. Like, I love the way everything was, like, done. Uh, like, it was like, even though they had those awkward, cringy moments of them just shoving out hot dogs on their throats and everything like that, it was just funny and great. It made me want to, like, subscribe. I'm not a real subscriber. I think it's, like, I didn't really, like, look into it, but, like, that, like... If I really was interested, I would like subscribe to it just because. But like, I think they had the best showcase. And, like, in terms of like entertaining and like what they did personally, like maybe the games wasn't like as great as the Microsoft showcase or whatever. But like, you know, it was still like a great showcase that you know had me interested for all thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Word. Chris, what about you? Honestly, I kind of have to agree with Goop. Um. I, I wish Devolver did something with, like, Microsoft. Because, like, I'm imagining their theatrics and their acting and all that stuff mixing with how Microsoft did their presentation. Man, that would have been a hell of a show, man. Because mm. um, I do also appreciate how Microsoft did their thing with just the back-to-back-to-back-to-back games. It was very no-nonsense, you know? And Devolver shit was all about nonsense. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It, it would just been cool to see them kind of come together and find a balance, like, common ground, but man, it's hard to argue with what Microsoft did, but at the same time, like, Devolver was very eye-catching with how they did it, especially when they kept on making all the monetization jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, that shit's funny, man. Like, they're dead-ass poking fun at the damn uh, the gaming community. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, they did a good job with that, but if we're just talking about raw games and me and Microsoft did that, you're not beating 30. Like, how you beating 30 games in that in that hour or whatever? No, you're not beating that. Yeah, yeah. that shit. They jam-packed that hour and change, man. They really like, did. Wow. <laughs> when they did the NFT cameo, too, that was... Yeah, crazy. even that. Yeah, that was really Non-fuckable funny. Non-fuckable tape. <laughs> I'm looking at the website right now. It's sold out. <laughs> oh, God. You really bought it? Yeah. I'm sure there's only, like, one or two yeah, they're yeah they're yeah. they're something else. They always put on a good show though. Like yeah, yeah. E3 and Devolver have been kind of like synonymous for like ridiculousness. And the, if Chris, if you if you ever seen their or either one of you, I guess if you've ever seen their first one, their very first show that they had at E3, it was just ridiculous. Like they showed little clips of it in the recap before the show started, and I know you guys were like reacting to it, like what the hell is going on? Like arms yeah. getting chopped off and blood everywhere. It was just. Absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a ton yeah. of fun. Shit was looking like Kill Bill, bro. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. <laughs> Nutty. Nutty. All right. So uh mm. moving on to the, the next topic here, because that one was pretty quick. Um, so what is your most anticipated oh sorry. Nope, I'm getting ahead of myself. Most overhyped game of the show. Before we get into Oof. anticipated. Most overhyped <laughs> game of the show. Chris, I'm gonna start with you this time. Oh shit. Um, overhyped. I'm just trying to think because it might have to be Elden Ring, but I don't know if there was anything else that I found overhyped. Um, don't really pick it. Go with it. Tell us why. I mean, unless if it ain't that, then I'll probably have to go with something Nintendo wise. But yeah, let's just go Elden Ring. Um. And it's not that the game looks bad or anything like that. I'm definitely still going to play it for sure. Because huh? I play all these stupid... Up, uh, up, uh, up, uh, my camera. No. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Oh, gosh. 
on the back turbo. No. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Elden Ring just strictly for the fact that, like, you know, I play these medieval RPG games. Like, I do this. That's what I do. But. And this isn't even so much a knock on Elden Rings, but because it exists, it, it hurts them a little bit. I'm getting to the point where these games keep coming out and there's not much differentiation in between them. Unless you're like Elder Scrolls, because Elder Scrolls to me is kind of like what set up a lot of these other games to exist in a, in a big way. Um, and then on top of it, not saying that the game looks ugly, but I just don't think it looks next gen compared to some of the other stuff that we've seen. Um, so, I don't know, but the one saving grace that I keep saying is that because I see George R.R. Martin's name on it, I'm expecting a game, not a game, but a story at least with more depth than maybe what we've seen in some of the other ones. Hopefully he's not still writing the last part of the story to the game while the game's already out on a shelf and then we get some fuck shit, but... You know, if we have to look at maybe the first few seasons of Game of Thrones before the last one, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a good story. You know? <laughs> the Game of uh, Rings. <laughs> you know, so that last season, uh, and there's stuff I liked in it, but man, you could tell the fact that he was still writing it while they were doing what it just it, it hurt stuff. Um, but yeah, I, if anything is the same because like I said, it's got to be that I'm thinking this story is going to be at least something. Like it's going to be something hopefully that we've never seen before. I know there's going to be dragons. I know there's going to be fire and necromancy and skeletons walking around with swords because they're in every RPG. <laughs> like it's just, it's just it's, you, you expect certain things at this point, you know? I mean, I'm, am I lying? You know you go see one of them skull fighter dudes. They in every RPG, bro. Yeah. I believe they're even in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Some little skull fighter dudes popping up like, we in here too. <laughs> Always ready for the sword. <laughs> I'm just tired of them, man. I feel up Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a save my piece on that for a second. But, Manny, I'll let you go ahead. Oh, okay. Since y'all going to pick on Elden Ring, I'll join the bandwagon. Psych! <laughs> no, let me stop. But, I, I mean, I guess you could say it's kind of like an overhyped game, even though, like, it was just, like, kind of, like, recently, like, you know, found out and then like, woo, we see the gameplay. But that Final Fantasy Souls like game was not it. Damn, don't it, <laughs> it was not it. I'm sorry, but like, bro, like the way they were hyped is oh, they got this Souls like game made by the team that made Neo, and we everybody know that Neo games were good. Oh my goodness, it's gonna be a great game. And then you see the trailer, and it's like chaos. I must kill chaos. <laughs> Is this what you think when you say, when you say souls like <laughs> like killing chaos with an angry main character that just like uh, I don't know the game just didn't look appealing to me like the the fighting mechanics look pretty basic I mean they could have done better like I don't know if I, I don't know if they could have waited maybe to showcase this at a later day maybe polish it a little better. But this it just wasn't it, honestly. I was kind of like, you know, turned down from it. Like it, it you know, I was excited at first because I was like, you know, I love playing Souls like games. You know, I'm still trying to play Demon Souls. I'm playing Sekiro right now, but like, 
this that trailer didn't want me to like make me pick up the game. Yeah, nah, it was just yeah. it was not it. Like chaos can wait. <laughs> I'm about to make a drinking game out of that chaos thing, though. How many times can yeah. we like get through a freaking Final Fantasy trailer now without hearing chaos? Um, so you guys both took my answers, <laughs> uh, which is fine because I agree with everything you guys said. Like I don't, you know, Elden Ring. The more I the more I watch the trailer, the more I'm like, okay, like I I did kind of see more gameplay. Like it's you know it it I I am excited for this. So here's another thing I should say, right? Overhyped doesn't necessarily always mean bad. It just means that it is literally overhyped. I think Elden Ring fits into that conversation perfectly because they, yeah. you know, this it was almost this myth, mythical thing. Like, oh, is it, are we ever going to see a trailer? Is this that, and the other? Like, is the trailer ever going to happen? We finally get the trailer. Jeff Keighley, you know, he's overhyping it for obvious reasons, right? Like, it gets him his viewership, so on and so forth. And I'm sure he's genuinely excited about the game because I am too. But from what I saw there, <clears throat> graphically, it didn't look like it was anything special. And I, I couldn't see that thing that made it different from every other Souls-like game <clears throat> so far. Again, like I said, I'm still excited for it. I still want to play it. And I almost feel bad like bringing this up in the same conversation as that other Final Fantasy game because the way I view them is very much not the same. Like I still think Elden Ring looks like a triple A game, quadruple A game, even whatever the hell that means, Microsoft. But whatever. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the the Final Fantasy Souls like game that looks like absolute trash. I don't even think it's a situation, man. You mentioned like maybe they could um, like fix it up a little bit or whatever or like polish it up. I don't even think it was a matter of polish. I just think the tone of that game, the tone of that trailer was awful. I don't I don't know if that's something you can fix. It just looks like shovelware to me. Like mm-hmm. something that they're going to put out there and, you know, the fans of that game are going to play it, but it's probably not going to crack like you know, 100,000 copies. Like it's it's not going to sell like that, you know. It's mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. What- I'm sorry to cut you off, but one thing I'm just disappointed is we've seen the Final Fantasy VII remake and how beautiful that game looked. And then we get this, and it's just like, how? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, so just out here to just pump out Final Fantasy games, I guess. Like, you know, give them some time. Let them just sit back and make like a high quality game, right? Like, who's mm-hmm. making this? Team Ninja, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Team Ninja made, I mean, they've made high quality games before. Like, Neo, I don't, I don't recall playing it enough to really remember how good of a game it was or wasn't. But they did make Ninja Gaidens back in the day, and those games are fucking amazing. Bitters. Bitters. Amazing games. So, like, what what's going on? What's missing here? You have a franchise like Final Fantasy. You get to take it in a direction that a lot of people are interested in seeing, being more, like, real-time action, fighting, all that stuff, and you just drop the ball. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it was a matter of Square Enix not presenting it well or if it's just that that game just is that bad, but... They might need to go to the, back to the drawing board, especially after the reaction. Like people universally were disappointed with that. So, yeah, yeah everybody hated chaos. Yeah, I need to call George R. R. Martin for that shit too, man. Because I feel like if they got some actual like really good writers for some of their storylines, their games would go over so much better, man. But it's just, it always comes off like <laughs> the Square Enix games for the most part has like an antagonist, and then they don't even explain why this person is a bad person or anything like that usually. It's just they exist. I am of darkness, and I am coming to rule the world. And you have to stop me, or else. <laughs> and then you kill him, right? Here's the thing: you kill him, and then he's dead, and then he reses as like this way bigger version of himself. <laughs> I consume the darkness. 
you've seen this stuff in so many of these games, and that's like the basis of all other stories, bro. And yeah, they need somebody to write better, bro. <laughs> they really do. Look at yeah. Outriders. Outriders is written very. All right, yeah, like I don't get it. All their games are like that, and they just never seem to hit it right when it comes to story. I don't know. Yeah, you got strange. games like Tomb Raider well, are banging. I was just gonna say Tomb Raider. Mm, yeah, true, true. Hitman back one. when that was under them. I mean, they they have you know a Deus Ex. I would say, in my opinion, that was more focused around the Final Fantasy developers because I feel like all the other franchises they have are actually pretty well written. Yeah, I know. I'll give me that one. But yeah, I just I think Outriders is just. It's trash. I finally deleted it this past week. So, and same. There's that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, let's let's speed over to the uh, the next topic here. Um, most anticipated game finally. So we're gonna we're gonna break this up a little differently here. Um, we're gonna break it up by the conference. So we'll start it off. This is gonna end up being a rapid fire because we're already going super long on this one. Uh, but we'll start off with Ubisoft. So Manny. Most anticipated game from Ubisoft. Go. Riders Republic. Game looked beautiful. Okay. Chris? Yeah. And it's not even because it looked beautiful. I got to go Riders too, just because I'm excited to play a game like that. I'm telling y'all, man, we've been crying for one of these games that combines everything in one. And I think this is going to be a really big hit for them. I really, really think so. Um, And hopefully it opens the doors for other things to happen. Because, man, oh, man, that got me hyped. It wasn't even that graphically crazy to me, bro. It just... I was like, damn, I could snowboard, I could skateboard, I could BMX, I could... Mm-hmm. <laughs> All in one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for that game. I'm going to go a different direction just because you both picked it. Uh, I'll go with the Avatar game. I'm excited to see what that is about, like how they actually make that game work. Uh, you know, it, it looks beautiful. It seems like they're really getting the the full backing of like James Cameron and whatnot. So, you know, I think we'll get a story that feels true to that franchise, that world. And I'm sure it'll have some time with the second movie that's coming out uh, within the next year or two. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what that's going to be. So that, that'll be my pick. I'm surprised when you guys said Rocksmith plus, I know. Yeah. We're going crazy about <sighs> that show. <laughs> it's hard for me to call that a game. Yeah. You know, I like, that. I don't know. I, I am excited. Am super, for that, I'm super. That, but yeah, I'm very excited for that, but I don't know if I call, call it a game. It a game. It's more like a super app. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it really is. It's, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, all right. So moving on. Next one Xbox. Manny, most anticipated game from Xbox. You already know. Forza Horizon 5. Oh, my goodness. The whole show is like, is this Forza? Is this Forza? And then when he finally showed up, ooh, bro, the photorealistic graphics, mind blown, man. I'm so excited to play it day one. That's my pick. I feel you. Chris, yeah, what about you? Man. Oh, there's a lot, man. I really did enjoy Forza as well, but like I think they really did well with showcasing what they did for Halo. Um, man, some of the multiplayer stuff that it looks like you can do in it just looks really, really cool. Um, especially for somebody like me who isn't as uh, seasoned as you guys is in that shit, so I'm very excited to jump into that. Um, I love some of the Bethesda stuff. Like I, the Redfall, that looks crazy. Um... Uh, even Starfield itself. I mean, like, yeah, Bethesda. 
they didn't show a lot, but it showed enough to make you go, damn. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like just just enough to kind of say, damn. Yep. <clears throat> and I, I'm also happy we got the exclusivity announced. I'm just happy that's out of the way too now. Oh so. yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I think it was very telling, and and this, this is something we'll probably get into within the next week, you know, coming weeks or so. But I think it's very telling that Microsoft began the show with Bethesda and ended the show with Bethesda, mm-hmm. and in any almost any other year, right? We would we would be talking about an, a Microsoft showcase and the expectation is that it would have began or ended with either Halo or Gears. So mm-hmm. the fact that the fact that we went through an entire show that had one of actually two of their tentpole franchises being Forza and Halo and neither one of them were the bookends of the show tells you a lot about the, where Microsoft is right now and probably how confident they are right now. They've got content. They have plenty mm-hmm. of content. Like to be able to show up Starfield and then end with Redfall. Redfall looks absolutely amazing. Um, I would have picked that as my most anticipated game, uh, and I wanted to try to get pick something else that Manny didn't pick. But I, I have to. I am way too excited about Forza. That game looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Like again, my comment before was that Horizon Forbidden West is the most beautiful game I had seen so far next gen. Forza Horizon 5 blew that shit way out the water for me. That game looks absolutely breathtaking. The fact that they kept, like, they they got us, like, what, four or five times in the presentation where they just kept showing <laughs> a picture, and you're like, that's not gameplay. Yeah, and they were like, well, this picture right over here is a, is a cacti special in Mexico, and <laughs> And then he's like, and this is the gameplay. And it's like, <laughs> the camera would just shift, was, bro. It was like, oh my God, what are y'all doing to me, bro? It was, ugh. Yeah. 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 And the new MMO stuff that they look like they've improved upon. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm, oof. It made me, it made me re-download Forza Horizon 4. Like, I was back in there just freaking drifting around, like, having a ton of fun. I I forgot how much extra stuff they added to that game. Like, there's a whole other island you can go to now, Manny. I don't know if you you touched in a while. I haven't touched it. Crazy. I see you on Fortune Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They that Fortune Island thing is wild. Uh, they added um, obviously the the battle royale mode in there, and they showed up that that's going to come ar- around to this new one. But one of the, mm-hmm. the really cool things that I saw from that presentation as a whole with Forza was this that new like creator lab thing where you can make the tracks and you could do like mm-hmm. bowling and all that stuff. Out horizon is one of those games where we've had so much fun playing like the tag modes and and all those other things playing that as a group now adding like this whole arena for us to do all types of crazy shit yeah that's gonna be really cool i hope mm-hmm. they have like i would be able to like i remember playing gta with this like a little demolition derby where you're just on top of like a little platform and like you're just knocking each other off like i hope they have something like that mm-hmm. yo I, yeah. yes <laughs> that would be I'm, so dope. I'm yeah. definitely looking for that oh, man. Mm-hmm. What what was it? Was it tag or was it zombies? I think they had like was, zombies. I mode. think that the I know it was like affected whereas like you know, you got two people affected or one person affected and they were just like, you know, hit whoever is next and then they affect and then yeah. there's I remember the um King one where it's like you hold the crown and you have to hold the crown for a certain time mm-hmm. to win. Yep, that's another um, one. The infected one I think is my favorite though. So the idea of doing that with like a made up world that we all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see what people come up with too. You know, like the the possibilities are endless. So we're excited. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
All right. Uh, so moving on to the next one here. Sorry, it took a little bit longer on that one. <laughs> it's uh, all good. But Forza, it just has to be talked about, man. It's just, oh, it's just so yeah, freaking beautiful. Yeah, and it's going to be on man. Game Pass. Day one, I don't have to spend any extra money. <sighs> Anyways, Square Enix, mm-hmm. guys. Manny, go. Most anticipated game. Hey, man, Guardians of the Galaxy. That, was, that one hit. I like, even though, even though I was kind of upset that it was not a co-op experience, I'm still excited that, like, you know, the fact that they integrated, like, a whole story feature where, like, what you decide affects the ending pretty much, so mm-hmm. I'm excited. For sure. Chris? Um, from Square? I bet um, there's only one answer. <laughs> it's so bad, though. I was gonna say uh, Final I, Fantasy Pixel Collection. Because I really can't think of anything that really, truly... Got me going from them dudes this year, man. Um, I, I guess maybe Guardians as well, but I don't want to just copy off Goop's answer. I, I don't know, man. I really, my answer might be no answer. I'm not going to hold you because, okay. like, I, uh, That's fair. they didn't do it this year, man. They That's fair. That is, that is totally an answer you guys can give. <laughs> if there was nothing y'all were excited for, yeah, man. Just say just... it. Straight up, just say it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I. There is for me no other answer than Manny's answer because that mm-hmm. was the only thing worth anything that was shown yeah. at the Square Enix event. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very excited about that game. I'm actually glad that it's not co-op, mainly because I saw how much of a dumpster fire they they made Avengers in the beginning around mm. co-op. <clears throat> like I, I do still. I'm actually still an advocate for that game. I think that game's a lot better than people are giving it credit for. But I think the co-op aspects early on, like, really led to some issues. Um, yeah. So having Guardians be that you're just, you know, Peter Quill, aka Star Lord, and you're just focused on like kind of directing the team and being the leader, and you know, you have the Mass Effect uh, style controls where you can tell people to go do this that and the other but it seemed like the controls are a lot more streamlined than mass effect like i'm mm-hmm. i'm very pleased with what i saw from that game and i'm hoping that they can flush out their vision because i feel like that game has the potential to be for just as much as it has the potential to be an eight and a nine it has the potential to be a four and a five mm-hmm. so like they're they're working with a wide range right now from what i've seen from that presentation um so it's the one I'm anticipating the most, mainly because there wasn't much else to anticipate from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm still skeptical when it comes to games like that, even though I know it looked better than what I usually see when it comes to stuff like that. But every time I see a video game that's like a a movie to a video game or like the superhero stuff to a video game, I'm not saying that they're all trash, but I'd say I'd argue most of them kind of are trash. Yeah, so I like, I I, I'm just hoping that they don't just like to something where maybe they showed us all the best parts of the game in that uh, presentation or something like that, because I just think it has a high bust potential. Yeah. Put it that way. Um, yeah, I think the superhero I, stuff is always an outlier, right? Like the, the good yeah. ones are always an outlier. Spider Man is an outlier. The Dark Knight exactly. series, outlier. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's that, it. Was, that was a really short list. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, none of the other ones really did what they really could have done, and even like dog. Think about DC Universe. How did that not work? Like, how did that not? But it didn't work. It didn't you work. Know, nobody plays it. It really didn't work. Yeah, well, DCO I... wasn't really my favorite. Well, I mean, just overall, the idea that you could literally make your own superhero and be in a universe with other folks. Yeah. That sounds like an idea that should have taken off to the moon. But <laughs> it just didn't. Yeah. It did it. I I do I feel know. like if that game had released now on console, 
specific mm. like as like kind of the target. I think it could have done better. Um I don't know. It being like more of a PC MMO, I don't know if it lent itself to like really hitting mm. like that. Yeah. Plus, it, like it came out of time where people were just like, "Oh, World of Warcraft. That's like all I'm going to do ever." So, yeah, <laughs> like if they made an updated one, I could see. But you know, other than that, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. I never got how that ended. Right, no sense to So, uh, let's uh, let's dive into the next one here. So, PC gaming show. That's uh, that's gonna be a quick one. <laughs> Manny, bro, that Naraka Blade Point. I can't wait to get my hands on that game. I that Battle Royale that. game with the. <laughs> <laughs> He's not... you were gonna say that. That game looks freaking fire, bro. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Okay. Chris. PC gaming show. I'm trying to remember what we saw in there that might have like I, th- I remember when we the... when we were talking about it, the, the game Manny said was the one that you really were were talking about. Yeah. I think that probably because a lot of them didn't hit for me at all either. I'm not gonna hold you. That I think that was around the time where they started showing a lot of platformy kind of stuff and stuff and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not turned off completely by platformers yet, but a lot of them nowadays just don't excite me. Mm. Like I gotta really like have nothing else to play to really want to sit down and do that. And that's even with uh, Ori. And Ori's good. Ori's mm-hmm. damn good. But I can't just sit here and play Ori over the rest of the shit I got to play. You know, it just doesn't yeah. work that way. Um. Yeah, I I guess I gotta copy Goop's answer, but it's another one of those that like. It didn't really like shiver me timbers or anything like that. I ain't gonna say it like that. For me, um, <clears throat> it's actually a game that we also saw at the Microsoft show. Uh, it was Lemmings Gate. <clears throat> it actually gave me a very similar vibe to Split Gate. Actually, mm. I just I just realized there's gates in both of those titles. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's like a very similar idea. Of like an arena shooter with like a different angle, um, it just looked interesting, you know. But I do agree with what you said, Chris. There wasn't too much that really knocked my socks yeah. off with uh, that particular showcase. That one is very close to being like worst presentation, <laughs> if we had a category. Um, yeah, man. I, I I still think Square would take that one, but it's pretty mm-hmm. damn close. Um, yeah, and I think. Th- I- well, I see. I get mixed up on this one, and this this will go into our next topic too, which is the future game show. I can't remember if it this was shown off at the future game show or if it was at the PC games thing. But there was a game called Extinction. It was like around. It was like basically about dinosaurs. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The graphics in that game looked it was amazing. Games. Okay, all right, great. So then that's actually going to be my pick for the future game show because that game looked amazing, um, and I want to learn yeah. more about it. I'm not gonna hold you. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so future games, Manny. Yeah, future game show had a lot. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about that happy game? Yo. <laughs> oh. I think you might have been in the the I think you might have walked away for that one, Chris. Yeah, because I did walk away for a little bit. That happy Dude, game was weird. Like, we're gonna show you the happy game show. They didn't tell anything else about the game, but we're gonna play for you. And then, like at first it was like all oh, happy, and the next thing you know, it turned to like this creepy horror game. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> but yeah. but besides you know, happy game, um, I actually was interested in the game. Uh I'm guessing as I pronounce it, but Chernobylite. The mm. game looked pretty dope. It looked like you know, stalker too, but like 
you know, just like a different reiteration because it was like this Russian post-apocalyptic game. So that game looked pretty dope. And I don't want to add this as a little bonus, but Kiwi, you know what I'm saying? That game looked dope. <laughs> and if you don't know what Kiwi is, it's those two little birds working at the post office. It's freaking cute. I want to play it. So I feel I'm that. done. <laughs> I respect so that's, that. Kiwi was uh, dope. Kiwi was dope. Kiwi was uh, dope. Hey. Chris, what about you? I know you missed some of that one, but... uh, Yeah, but shit, man. If I had to, and I didn't even get to see all of what they showed for it on this day, but that's that boxing game is... I am waiting for this, man. Y'all heard me talk about this a couple times. Damn. I cannot wait to play this game. I can't wait to whoop some ass in 4K. I cannot wait. <laughs> Bruh, ah, this shit right here, I cannot, dude. Every time I see anything for it, it looks more and more fluid, and I'm like really curious to like what technology they're using to kind of map some of that stuff. Because some of it, some of it almost comes off like they weren't able to map any of this the, the subtle stuff before, and now they are. And I'm like, I wonder what you guys are doing different. I know, like, obviously we got better consoles and stuff like that, but. Dude, some of that stuff looks too realistic with how they move, man. I don't know, bro. Like, I'm, whoo, it makes you feel like your flexibility and the things you're able to pull off while you're in the ring are like legit. And if it feels legit, that means when you get a knockout on somebody or something like that, satisfying. This, yeah, the dog. You better be able to, you know, play as the Logan Brothers. You like can beat them up. <laughs> First off, first off, I'm gonna just say this: If the Logan brothers were in that game, we would have already known. They would have been on the That's cover. Like, yeah. As much shit as I would love to talk about them, Logan brothers, they know how to promote their asses off, bro. That's true. That's they, true. They know promotion like the back of their hand. So yeah, if they was associated with that game, wee, everybody would know about it. Everybody would know about it. <laughs> That would be a good marketing move, you know. Yeah, just like absolutely. reach out to them, but absolutely, they should. Yeah, I they need should. them dudes to make a WWE game, man. If this is, I want them to make one so bad, <laughs> so bad. Fuck, two K, DHQ, and all that crap. WWE, you need to start messing with these esports cats, man. Stop playing, man. Let's I mean, go. that's. I think Shit. it's one of those things where if we, you know, if we as a community look at that and say this is what we want, and we all go out mm-hmm. and buy their game. Like WWE, the people who own that license, the people who you know UFC, all of that, all yeah, those. Well, cool. I think I think UFC is pretty entrenched with EA right now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, EA might buy that studio or something. Like you know, they're they're. I think people really need to like understand that that studio needs our support. Like they're doing their first game, really man. good shit. I don't know if it's their first game or not, but they're they clearly seem to be doing something very good there. And the, the animations and the physics of that game <clears throat> look very different from any of the other fighting games that we've been seeing, like the UFCs and all that stuff. They yeah. need we need to put them on. Like people need to go Definitely. support them because yeah, that's that's gonna be massive. If we can if they get their hands on the UFCs and all those other licenses, yeah, that could be a big deal. Be a I hope it's deal. one of those things where Mike saw sees this company do this thing and they're like, so Game Pass. <laughs> I just want to stream it, bro. Like, see, that's a, that's a game that would get me excited to stream. Because if you get good at it, you talking about you just knocking kids out left here, right? They go another one. Come on, chat. Am I not lit? Am I not lit? Are you not entertained? <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. It sucks as PC first before it hits console, but like, I definitely, you know, I'm hoping it's crossplay because I pick it up on PC. But, like, 
three and oh, I'm three and oh. What's yeah. up? What's up, yo, bro? I'm telling you, man, that's, yeah. games like that cause beef. <laughs> they cause beef, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I am here for it. No, they no. cause people to stop talking to one another for a little bit. They cause money to be lost. And sometimes they even cause a real fight in real life. It's like, oh, you ain't knocking me out. You ain't knocking me out. You know, like, the fight that oh, days, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. So, okay, I can't be at each other's we, houses. Nah, you're not knocking me out, yo. You're not. Nah. Damn. <laughs> but we didn't have none of the streaming stuff back then. That's why I'm like, yo, when this comes out, I can't wait to see what mm-hmm. they do with this, man. Like, oh, the tornies, the... All right, so we we got our final we got our final main conference, and that's uh, that's going to be Nintendo, guys. So I, I skipped the Capcom one because there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing to to talk about there. Let's talk about the oh, we're making a DLC. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, Nintendo, Manny, go most anticipated game. Yo, Nintendo Switch Pro announcement. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I, you know, I mean, shout out to uh, is it Cosme, right? Cosme that's gone te- from second from, yeah, it's Cosme, I think. Yeah, 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 Cosme. I don't know, why I get the I get the names mixed up, you know what I'm saying? All the tech providers, but Cosme, uh, being in uh, Super Smash, that's actually, you know, pretty lit. Might, might, be, might get me to, you know, play. Super Smash for you know a couple minutes a day, you know what I'm saying? But I did, I did like the whole little like introduction he did with them and everything. Like that was pretty hype. I'm not gonna lie. We had we had a whole showcase of games and we're still talking about Smash. Smash. <laughs> Don't get me started. We not go do it. We not go do it. Chris, most anticipated Nintendo game. Go. My only answer can be uh, Breath of the Wild, and even within that, like that's still not coming out to what next year, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, like my my Switch is still gonna cut dust for the rest of 2021 right now. I'm pretty sure um, your, your Switch is gonna collect dust for a while because yeah. you're probably not gonna play that game on your Switch now. You're probably gonna play it on the Switch Pro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I probably should sell this while I can because people are still going crazy over them. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, while I'm not playing it, shit, man, God damn it, podcast buddies. Y'all done gave me a good idea. I might really sell this shit. <laughs> uh, I want you pound power. I'll you keep boy. my game for the pro or whatever if I get it and then just yeah, sell the console. Fuck yeah. that. Tripping right. ass Joy-Con. Hey, email your boy May 25th if y'all trying to get a Switch, apparently. Uh, but yeah, so for my answer on the, the most anticipated Nintendo game, it's it's got to be Breath of the Wild 2 as well, because they didn't show me my Metroid game. They didn't show me the one I wanted. So until y'all give me Prime 4, I'm going to be very mad at y'all. But yeah, Breath of the Wild 2, can't wait for that. That's clearly going to be, a, not clearly, but there's a good chance that it's going to be a Switch Pro game. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll wait for Nintendo to drop that news whenever the heck they decide to do it. Probably be in the fall, but um, but yeah. So the final thing we're going to get into with the anticipated games thing is what is your most overall anticipated game? So outside of these conferences or within the conferences, just overall the most anticipated game you have seen in that week of E3. And that can also include the the kickoff event for the summer game show as well. So Manny, take it away. Man, I'm excited for that Halo Infinite multiplayer, bro. Like... 
I can't wait. Like, I was watching the little devs interview and how they're talking about the game and everything like that, and it just got me so much more excited. Like, they need to drop, like, a beta right now. I, I just want to play so bad. Like, Halo. Hello, Halo, Halo. Beautiful. All right, Chris, what about you? Most anticipated overall? Um, it's a really, really good question. Uh, um, honestly, I might have to go back to the boxing game. I'm super excited to play that shit. <laughs> like, I cannot say it enough. I don't blame I'm you, really man. Excited to play that. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, I'll, too long. It's been what over what, since Finite Champions in 2011. What? Yeah, decade. That's crazy. Too long, fam. And stuff like this to me again can somewhat maybe change how other games get made if it does well enough. So, like you know, you said let's support them, but I want to play that. Okay. I want. Remember in Fight Night when it first came out, and the big hook, well, at least for me, was in the commercial, right? And they showed the dude getting punched in slow motion for the yeah, first time. Yeah, yep. Fam. That was yeah. That was everything. That classic, was right? everything classic. back then. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to play that game, bro. Yeah, All right, so uh, for me, I don't want to pick multiple things. I don't. I don't generally like doing that. But <clears throat> I feel like this game needs to be talked about. But I'll just. I'll start off by saying my most anticipated game overall that they showed is Forza. Like I need that game. It is so. Freaking beautiful. And that says a lot because I'm not a racing guy. Like, I mm-hmm. I don't care about cars. I don't consider myself a big racing game fan. But that game... <laughs> my headphones keep falling. Mm-hmm. That game, yeah. it's just too undeniable. Like, it just looks that freaking good. So, um, yeah, that's easily my pick. But I feel like we haven't had a chance to talk about this game based off everything we've said so far. So I need to give Back for Blood... It's oh shit! Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like that game right. looks like a lot of fun. You know, we've been waiting for our our Left for Dead, you know, replacement, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously this is gonna be it. The fact that it's in Game Pass is huge news. Game Pass day one, part of Microsoft's um, you know six six months and six games in six months campaign or mm-hmm. whatever. Like it's definitely gonna be heavily highlighted when it comes out in October. Uh, yeah. Is it October or is it September? Did I just get that mixed up? No, October. It's October. October. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> October. I mean, it's, it's going to be huge. I'm, I'm super excited for it. Uh, that's definitely going to be my honorable mention. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, yeah, man. But the, the very last topic, this, might, this one might go a little bit longer, even though we're a little bit over on time. That's okay, because I think it's important to talk about. What do you guys think is the... Who's the winner of E3 here, guys? Manny, start off. I mean... We already know who's the biggest winner, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Game pass. Facts. Facts. It's facts. Bro, the fact that the Microsoft showcase, like more than half of it is for Game Pass day one. And like Nintendo said, with this, like, you know, the six six months, six games, Game Pass day one. Like Microsoft Flight Simulator, we got Psychonauts coming out in August. I forgot what the September one is, honestly. Then you know, Back for Blood in October, November, Forza, and presumably December Halo. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't lose. Yeah. You can't lose. Yeah. That right there, that value, you pay like a year game pass, what you pay fifteen dollars a month, ten months, like let's say 175 bucks. And then like 
you're getting like all these six, you know, triple A games for free. <laughs> like it's just you know you can't beat. And like the fact that you know not only that, but next year we got Starfield and possibly Redfall. I think honestly, just like the fact that we're getting these games day one is just a big deal. And like it's just not. I, I don't feel like it's being talked about a lot. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like people just forgetting the fact that you know if you're subscribed to this, you're getting these games for free. And I feel like, you know, that in itself is just a big dub for, you know, I'm a, I'm a game's head subscriber, so, like, of course I'm going to be excited for it. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. I feel like you hit the nail on the head with with where I was going with that question. <laughs> it's it's Game Pass. Um, but, Chris, I'm going to let you say your piece first before I say anything else. Um, first thing I would like to say is that I love how we are getting stuff on day one, and there's certain folks out there who are gonna be able to play Starfield on day none. <laughs> day none, you see what I did there? Okay. Unfortunately, uh, yes. <laughs> My man said, "Unfortunately." Um, but yeah, man. Uh, biggest winner of the show. Yeah, I guess I would have to go with uh, Microsoft in general. I think they showed off great stuff for Game Pass. I think they killed, knocked it out of the park with their Halo stuff. I think that um, they very much put their foot down with saying that our acquisition of Bethesda was totally worth it with what they did in the showcase. Um, especially considering, like you said, you know, they started it with that. They ended it with Bethesda. Clearly, that's like a big uh, pillar for you know the whole Microsoft family now. So like, uh, yeah, they did so many things right, man. So many things right. They gave us so many things to look forward to. And the funny thing is, like, it's, it's not that ain't even everything. I don't think. I still think they got a couple tricks up their sleeve that they're waiting to go for. And then uh, on top of this, the fact that the cloud gaming stuff is really starting to like really pick up steam and probably will you know get somewhere crazy i want to say hopefully by next year like it's just man it's yeah microsoft hats off to those dudes man mm-hmm. i think they 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 definitely deserve the winner the fact that people are putting nintendo in the same even not even the same boat you shouldn't even put them in the same ocean shouldn't even be the same ocean <laughs> as, as these guys right now i just yeah i don't got party chat man no 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 <laughs> like I'm, no, i don't want to hear it don't want to hear it. get the damn discord or something man jesus <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's gotta be Microsoft, bro. They 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 put too much in front of our faces. They they spoke to the consumers in terms of the people who are doing the game pass thing, and they just gave us more reason to keep talking about it. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. everything was done right. All of it. The only thing that they could have done that could have been any better is like announce that some some film adaptation is gonna be finally made for one of their big games or something like that. Like maybe we finally get the Halo movie we never got or whatever. That could have been the only thing that maybe would have set that off any more than it already was, but yeah, they did a very good job. It's crazy you brought that up because they, so they are making a Halo TV show. It's gonna be right. on Showtime. I'm surprised we didn't like we didn't hear anything about that this week. Yeah. It was an easy opportunity for them to slide that in somewhere. Even if they did it in the Game Pass Extended, right? Like the fact yeah. that they just had, they have so much content. They have so much content that they had to push off to a separate show. 
And then there's still these big mysteries that haven't really hit yet, right? We haven't mm-hmm. really seen anything on Hellblade yet. Hellblade 2. And that was that was the first Xbox uh Series X game announced. Period. Because yeah. it, it was shown mm-hmm. off at the same time they announced the console. So like, yeah, it's crazy, man. There, there's so many other things that they yeah. haven't really like showed us yet. But uh, but yeah, I'm there to my for my answer on this. <clears throat> there's like a cheesy answer and then there's the you know the, the I guess the realistic answer right the cheesy answer is obviously all of us as gamers won right like we're the biggest winners of the show I because there's so, there's so many things for us to play there's so many things for us to enjoy and you know like gaming is just <laughs> in like the most healthy place that it can be right but you know we're not doing the cheesy it's cheesy <laughs> Was cheesy. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get to We'll say that I decided not to because of the same reason. We win as gamers. But but the real shit is, you know, Microsoft Microsoft killed it. They they were yeah. the people. Yeah, that they were the biggest conversation around E3, right? Mm-hmm. Every you know everybody was talking about all the, the amazing that they showed. You know, uh, Outer Worlds two even like the way that trailer was presented. Yeah. They didn't even show anything, but just the way that trailer was presented. It was so self-aware, so tongue-in-cheek. It's just like, this is funny. Like, this is cool. You know, yeah. like, literally everything that they showed off, like like Chris mentioned, you know, it, it, it showed, like, a very consumer-friendly side of Microsoft. Obviously, we know that they've been doing this for a while. But, you know, Chris, you even mentioned, like, you know, what players uh, on certain systems can't play, right? Like... Yeah, like, and I'm I'm sure that that largely probably annoys the the shit out of Phil Spencer because at the end of the day, like, if you're a PlayStation player and you don't want to go buy a system and you want to play Starfield, just freaking stream it. (laughs) Just stream it. Use your phone. Use your laptop. You could go get the the Xbox streaming stick that they announced that they're gonna you know push out. Um, like they announced it last week as well. Like I'm, I think they said that's it's gonna probably be like what a fifty dollars stick or something. You just buy that and get your Game Pass and then stream all your games to your TV. Like there are so many opportunities for you to play all of the things that Microsoft has to offer. That this conversation around like it's not gonna be on PlayStation, it's just it's kind of derivative and it's annoying, right? Like at mm-hmm. some level, if I if I worked for Microsoft, I would be annoyed about that because we're talking more about where it's not gonna be as opposed to where it is. And there are so many, like, yeah, great. Okay, whatever. There are, I forgot what the number was, 10 million PlayStation 5s out in the world or whatever. Let's just say it's 10 million, right? Yeah. How many fucking phones are out in the world? How many fucking laptops are out in the world? All right. Like, we're talking about these 10 million gamers who also have phones and also have laptops. So, realistically, we're looking at, like, the 10 billion people who have the opportunity to go out and play these games. Like, that's where Microsoft's looking at. That's where they're targeted. That's why this whole conversation around, like, oh, well, like, oh, well, they would lose money by putting it on PlayStation. No, they're not going to lose money by putting it on PlayStation. Like, they're, that's not their target audience. Their target is, they're, they're targeting literally everybody. They want you to be in their ecosystem everywhere. Like, on a, on a PC, on a iPhone, on an Android phone. Like that's their target. That's what they care about. So yeah, Microsoft. I think they they shown off their vision. They fired off their first shots, and I say first shots because they clearly have a lot more left in the in the barrel. They got a lot more to shoot off. Um, Fable, 
Scorn. Fa- yeah, Fable, Everwild, yeah. Scorn. I mean, yeah. there's so many other things that we just haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. And that's not even to mention, like, there was heavy, heavy, heavy rumors about acquisition talk. And I think Microsoft wanted to keep things very uh, focused on just the games and their presentation, so they didn't want to necessarily do acquisition announcements and all that stuff. But I'm sure there's some studios that they've acquired that we don't know about yet, or they haven't, you know, they chosen not to announce yet. Um, you know, there's the, the deal with Kojima that's still been floating around. We got some news this week that one of the people that Kojima was heavily working with at Stadia left Google and is now working for Microsoft. I think the, the person's name is Kim Swift. So Kim was working like heavily on on cloud gaming first, like mainly game cloud gaming initiatives at Google, and now they're working for Microsoft. Like and you know it's it's kind of all kind of coming together, right? Like the the rumors that we've heard about Kojima making a cloud first game, a cloud based game. Um, I mean, there's so many other things that Microsoft has in the barrel, <clears throat> and we still don't really know what a Redfall is. We still don't really know what that contraband game is. They have a lot of other things to show us, and yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, oh, oh sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, honorable mention. We gotta, we cannot end the show without talking about this. The reason why they really went in at the end of the day, like on some real, they making a fucking fridge, y'all, like a real one, <laughs> a real ass fridge, right, with glowy ass green lights and shit inside of it, and 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 it's supposed to be coming with some. Some some crazy cooling tech from what the description is saying. Bam. Go and have all your G Fuel or Gamer Goop. Hey. You know what I mean? Get that Gamer Goop, guys. Get that done in your, uh, in your Xbox refrigerator. Oh, PlayStation ain't got no goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> better watch out. They might have a Wi Fi router. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. They already look That fridge is lit, man. Look, out of everything that wasn't gaming, this what the fridge and that damn razor chair was just like, God damn, those are the two dopest accessories I've seen yeah, it's, outside it's, of any games. This really weekend. fucking uh, cool. So we're not gonna talk about the razor's new RGB mask. <laughs> I wanna hear no. the mask anymore. <laughs> like, why did y'all wait like to the tail end of the pandemic for this? Yeah, seriously. Like, uh I mean, people will be using that raves now, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, it probably will. Actually, you, got that, you got that RTX breathing. Oh, God. All right. I think it's time to wrap this one up, guys. <laughs> that was our recap of E3. Uh, we'll come to you next week with some, some more gaming news. Hopefully, we got some, uh, some other things to talk about. Um, but before we go, as we always do, Manny, where can the people find you? You already know twitter.tv slash Goomaster Flex, Instagram, Twitter, Goomaster Flex underscore TTV, and uh, TikTok, no context gaming. Can't forget the TikTok. Hey. Hey. All right, Chris, what about you, bro? Where can the people find um, you? You know, I'm on everything legit. Um, same typing, same lettering, May 25th. Oh, let me, I, what I, I got to spell it out for y'all. Hold up, man. M A Y two five T H X X including Gmail pen pal your boy um and yeah I'm thinking about actually maybe even doing like a like a and I don't know if I'm allowed to if you do it on Twitch and you do like a reaction to something that you're currently watching but you're not showing what you're watching is that allowed you can do that you can, right you can show what you're watching usually depends on what 
what what are you depends on what you're planning on watching but you can so do reaction videos i talking about if, youtube videos or no, no i'm talking about so like what if you was to go on twitch like right after we're done and try to like do a live reaction to the draft lottery or some shit like that are you allowed mm, to do that that might be different because it's be NBA. Different. yeah nba uh, you know how to go all but even if I don't show anything, it's just me like watching it and talking. That still is a... you can you can react without showing anything. But if you showed something, yeah, that that wouldn't fly because because of the way the NBA handles the copyright stuff. But there are certain there are many other things that you could just live react to. Okay, all right. For yeah. legal purposes, we're not affiliated with this live noise. <laughs> <laughs> we are not affiliated with the NBA. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, for don't me, uh, it's uh, Black Ice Eight on everything. Xbox, Twitter, Twitch. Um, make sure to check me out on Instagram. It's uh, Black Ice A underscore Gaming. Same thing with my TikTok, and of course, you can guys can follow the podcast at X Pod on Instagram and Expansion Pack Podcast on TikTok. We definitely post uh, some content almost every week. So, with that being said, guys, we'll check you guys out next week. We'll bring you some more gaming news. Thank you guys for watching. Have a good one. Oh yeah.